forever. Dog. Where college is a scream. This week on the podcast. Diane Ho's Nightmare Hall number nine, The Nightwalker. Hello, welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are talking about another Nightmare Hall. We're talking about The Nightwalker by Diane Ho. Mm. Uh, the story of a girl who happens to be a sleepwalker and it has nothing <laughs> to do with anything. <laughs> the only thing that really comes of it is that she's like, dang, I hope it's not me. That's and like, like, I hope I'm not yeah, the killer. She, she does think it it might be her the whole time. And it, we are meant to think it's her the whole time. But the fact that like the killer didn't even know. And the killer it, didn't it, even know. It supposedly thwarted the killer's efforts for a while. That part was funny to me. Random. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it felt oh, there were a couple things that happened at the end that I was like, this feels like Diane Ho realizing like, oh, shit, I need to make this matter. So like two things yep. happen at the very end where she's like, oh, my gosh, hmm, if I hadn't have thought it was me because of my sleepwalking, then I would have gone to the police immediately and the killer would have framed my wonderful roommate right away. Like, So that's number one. The like roundabout way this killer is like hoping to trap, yeah. like just fucking frame the girl directly. Why are you trying yeah. to frame the roommate so that the roommate goes to the police with the evidence as yeah. uh, like the the well, claim as yeah. to the brilliance of this plan of like, I knew that she could claim that she wasn't in her right mind and get off. And so I wanted it to be that she had a plan to blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't know. It feels to me like Diane Ho randomly decided like she didn't want it to have anything to do yeah. with the sleepwalking maybe halfway through the book. It felt like, it felt like, um, you know, it would be cool if... Um, a character didn't know if she was killing people um, because of her sleepwalking. And then she was like, but oh, I don't actually want her to be like a murderer. So I just won't have her be the murderer. And then didn't really <laughs> try to resolve those two things. And instead it was just like, okay, so it just like doesn't matter. Like the killer, it's not her. It's just not her. Yeah, Why are you like, asking? What it, it, it's so the, the biggest red herring is her roommate, who is actually the one being framed. Um, who's that was the other part is... that was stupid that exactly. it's the roommate being framed. Yeah, so, so where is what is what is the roommate's name? Um, you're working up the wrong tree. I read this book, uh, probably two months ago. Where is the roommate's name at? Toby um so Toby so then you think okay if it's like then Diane Ho went I don't want it to be the sleepwalker who yeah I know I'll make it her roommate who um my theory was that the roommate's boyfriend had broken up with her and so she killed her boyfriend that's what I thought and claimed that he just like died in some unrelated way and is using the fact that her roommate is a sleepwalker to to frame her for all these couples killings she's wanting to do. Mm -hmm. And then it's like Diane Ho went, no, I don't want it to be her either. And so invented this completely bananas, unrelated to anything plot, which is that 
the roommate, Toby, her boyfriend, did die at a botched ATM robbery. Not when the burglar or mugger, like, shot the boyfriend, but when they got in a shoving match and the mugger pushed the boyfriend down and he hit his head on, like, a brick that was on the ground. A random brick. And then random Toby testifies because she saw the whole thing happen from the car. She testifies against the mugger. The mugger's girlfriend, who's in the courtroom watching everything, was also in the car watching this happen, decides like that her boyfriend is sent off to prison for the rest of her life, decides she's going to get revenge on the girlfriend by framing her sleepwalking roommate for murder. Mm -hmm. And the the thinking is that it will look like Toby's been framing the sleepwalking roommate, Quinn, and that they will put Toby away for everything. What a dumb idea. It's so fucking... Why? It's like a crazy-ass, like, gyroscope of a plan. (laughs) Well, you know what, Lindsay? Sometimes plans i i was watching this is this is funny that we're mentioning it i was watching this episode of forensic files last night Mm -hmm. and the little plans that this cop went through to get away with his little idea it's like what why would you (laughs) do this okay so this cop his house burns down and he's like oh my god arson Mm-hmm. And he's like, um, he's like, I, it was burned down while I was dealing with this guy that um, I was like called to uh, to a fight that happened. And then later he's like, oh, good thing that I interviewed this guy about the arson at my house because he admitted to all of it uh, and then everyone's like wow that's weird that <laughs> that you did a one-on-one interrogation with this guy about the, your own crime at your own house <laughs> also it's really weird that like, now that guy's missing guy? <laughs> he's completely gone like the the guy who admitted to it who just is this like uh, a like terrible plan yeah drug dealer guy okay he, that guy goes missing and so they're like, okay, that's also really weird that now that guy's gone and missing forever. Oh, also, it's really, really weird that like all of your stuff in your house burned except for all of your artwork and your bowling trophies are in your shed. So they're fine. <laughs> and so the way that this guy did this plan and the why he did it, he was an aspiring bowler. Uh huh. He, he wanted to save up money to enter like a national bowling competition. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he was like, oh, how can I get this money? Oh, I know if someone burns down my house and I have like a claim to my insurance now. And so then he killed a man. Yes. To, he, to make it seem like it was him. Yes. And th- so they like looked at the um, and it just turned out that that guy was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like he was just some that is drug so dealer guy unfair. that got picked up. I know. I know. And um, the cop was like, oh, the 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 um, 
confession that was written out was written by him and signed by the guy, which like can be normal, cannot be normal, but it was different ink and he got the guy's birth date wrong like twice. Like it was on different pages. Like he said he was born in 71 and then said he was born in 61 on another page. And then this was the kicker was that um, his the backseat of his cruiser seemed clean. But then when they took off the cover, it was the seams were soaked with blood. Yikes. And he was like, oh, that was because he had a bloody nose when he was in the car. <laughs> and they were like, OK, so they did this like is the most slapdash murder. <laughs> it was horrible. So they put together like they put they're like, OK, fine. Yeah, we're going to they like put like a fake body in there and like put the amount of blood a nosebleed would be. And it was like nowhere near the amount of blood that was like all over the seat. Um, And then they did find that guy's body, unfortunately, or pieces of his body like in a ravine somewhere. Um, I know. Very sad. Um, But yeah, that guy super got caught because he was such an idiot. But also like it's like, Wait, so, okay, hold on. You wanted to be a bowler, a professional bowler? <laughs> and this was your plan? And this, so that's what it, like, reminds me of for this story, in this story, because it's like, okay, so you wanted to, like, frame this girl, so instead you're, like, framing this other girl to make it look like her roommate is framing her. Why not just kill someone and then frame the girl you want to frame? Or whatever. <laughs> like, do one crime Frame uh-huh. the girl you want to frame. Why are you doing all these weird tiny crimes? Yep. It's like too roundabout. And why is it <laughs> the fact that it's like only couples? Yeah. Very summer of Sam. Son of Sam. He's strange. Also, this is the other thing of like <laughs> where she's like, oh, the first weird little crime that I'm going to do is going to be an a little stink bomb. It's gonna be a stink bomb in the at the at the um yeah at the dance. I was like, what? That is the dorkiest shit. You're gonna do a stink bomb at the dance. That's the crime you're doing. And then what's the second one? It's like dumping red paint on a couple. Yeah. And then the third one is um, hammering the sides of a car. Of a car. Which this is, and then the she thing. like hammers her own. She hammers the, the her own head. head. Of the guy, yeah, her own head to make it look like it's not her, and the head of the guy she's seeing, yeah, um, but doesn't kill him. No, see, that's the other thing is that there aren't the stakes are for a horror book, and I that's find always this, the deal with Nightmare Hall. Yes, I was just gonna say. Yep. There are no fucking stakes because it's like, oh, my God, like you put my picture on a picture of a trash heap. Uh, yeah. What? What does oh this my, mean? Wait, Who would wish put, this ill thing upon me? Yeah. You put like, like a what? black piece of paper over my compact. Oh, my God. Did you, we all went to the dance and the dance was stinky. <laughs> It was a stinky dance. <laughs> Who would do this? I'm going to tell you what something. What demented mind. I know, from the twisted it's mind like of. So, from the twisted mind of a girl, a town over, whose boyfriend did an ATM mugging, comes this dumbass plan. Seriously. And also, look, I know, I know, acts of revenge, that's like never going to bring that person back, right? But like, especially this tomfoolery that you're doing 
And like, I'm sorry, but your boyfriend did cause the death of her boyfriend. Yeah. This is not like him being sent yeah. away to prison is not the same as this woman's boyfriend being dead. 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 And dead. that's forever, your fault. forever dead. You have forever not a dead. leg to stand on here. What's your face? Yeah. Truly, like, because if, if somebody's going to be doing, just have them fucking killing couples kill left yeah. and right. Just kill the couples. Don't have it be like, now your dance is ruined because you all smell like rotten eggs. Now your day is ruined because you're covered in red paint. Now your day is ruined because your car is smushed. Wait, have you seen? With a hammer. Have you seen? A hammer. I know. And, and that's the thing, like, and, and it felt like she kept trying to explain to us, like, no, actually, guys, like, this is really scary. And, like, like there are certain parts where she's like, wow, like, what if the paint got in their eyes? Like, oh, my God, they could be blind, which is true. That is scary. Mm-hmm. But not as scary as murder. Not as scary as murder. And, like, it's not clear that it got in their eyes because she's just like, what if? Yeah, I don't know. What if, Diane? Maybe. Like, and then, she does actually attack Simon, uh, Quinn's boyfriend, when he's alone in the elevator, which oh, yeah. is interesting because that's exactly the thing he was afraid of. And. But I don't think that the. The, the killer didn't know that. Not even the killer. She's not even the killer. She didn't kill anyone. The the revenger. The revenger. She. And, and there are ways that you can make things like paint or like. Like, the, the other thing that bothered me was when she's like, oh, my God, like, the people in the car, like, ma- this is the other thing. We're, we never know what the status is of those people, of anyone that experiences any of these things. She's just like, wow, I guess, like, it could be pretty bad if they experience that. Like, maybe they got glass on them. But again, we are not, we don't see, like, oh, yeah, like, they're that person's face is completely bandaged up, like it's really fucked up, blah, blah, blah. Or No, it's always like, oh, somebody checked on them and they're doing okay. <laughs> yeah. And it's it just like, seems like pussy shit. Yeah, book after book in this series, like I, I they're easy to get a hold of and there yeah. are a lot of them, but maybe we should like cool it on the nightmare halls for a while because they're so unsatisfying. And, and they so, never have anything to do with Nightmare Hall. They never only the first one. Like every time there's one line, they're like, and "Oh, remember when that girl died?" Barely anything to do with the building itself. It just took mm-hmm. place there. Mm-hmm. It's not like now Nightmare Hall is haunted, or it was always, or whatever. Um, but I, it had me thinking. There is. Ha, have you seen Bo is Afraid? No, I really liked it. What is it? It is. Um, a three-hour-long movie <laughs> by um, Ari Aster, um, who also did Hereditary and Midsummer. Is Joaquin Phoenix in it? Yes. Okay. He's so very good in it. Something about it. Yeah, he's very, very good. And I really, I personally really liked it. I really liked this movie. Um, was it enjoyable to watch? I do not know. Like, <laughs> have you seen like Safdie Brothers movies? Yeah, they're very stressful. And yes. I don't like enjoy the experience. <laughs> so picture and like, you know, like specifically like a Safety Brothers score, like mm-hmm. the sound. Great. So, I do love the scores. Me too. But you know how you are like filled with anxiety and like. Yes. Unease. Mm-hmm. So picture that for three unrelenting hours. 
unrelenting stress and anxiety. I don't know if I can do for this. Three hours. <laughs> but also hilarious. So fucking funny. It was so funny. Ooh, and it's not, I would not say it's not horror, even though hereditary and Midsummer are so aggressively horror. This is like, like, I don't even know what to call it. It is very hmm. unusual. Um, uh, Wikipedia calls it a surrealist tragic comedy horror film. Maybe my, you know what? Maybe our standards for what is horror is like, we have a high tolerance for like, I don't know. I don't think it was horror. I would not say it's horror. It's stressful and anxiety inducing, but I was laughing out loud a lot. <laughs> A lot. It was really funny. Um, it and and Joaquin Phoenix was so good in it. Um, anyway, there's a moment where a character drinks a bunch of paint, and of course dies instantly. Mm-hmm. But like that, and like the way they're drinking it is so just like aggressively. Like I'm drinking this fucking paint. Ooh. You know what I mean? So I'm like, there are ways you can make paint scary. Where you're just like, oh my fucking God. Like that is so like gag inducing. Having some random person pour like a little thing of red paint on you from a tree and then scampering off is not scary or anxiety no. inducing. I was just like, okay, so they got like red paint. I will on them? say I accidentally just read the end of Bo is Afraid. Oh. That's fucking crazy. It was crazy. It was That's crazy. crazy. Well, I don't even know if you've read the end, the end, because there is No, I just read the, like, reveal. Oh, the big reveal. Yeah. Yeah. That shit was crazy. So funny. (laughs) But I also love the the final, like, the way it ends. I think there are people that hate it, and I get why you would hate it. Mm -hmm. I personally loved it. Sure. I loved what this movie had to say about like voyeurism and suffering and you know you know that thing Lindsay, that you were talking about where you were like um oh this thing happening to this character that's so tragic oh why do we do that to them because it's beautiful uh-huh yeah it's literally like, like makes dissecting that like it's literally dissecting like why am i putting this person through this shit mm-hmm. and then kind of like turns it on to the audience and it's audience at the very end in a really skillful way, I think, of like, there, you got to see it. You wanted to see it. You saw it. There you go. You watched someone <laughs> suffer for three fucking hours. Um, yeah. I personally loved it. Can I tell it you? Very interesting. I, I loved it. I, I think I have it in me to see it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> in my life. <laughs> and it was, I think, a good example of like, if you let a director just do what they want. I personally did not think the three hours dragged. Maybe some people would. And many people hated that movie. Hated it. It is so indulgent. It's so like, it's self-indulgent. It's very self-indulgent. It's comical well, in how it's like. Not everything is for everyone. No, but it was aggressively for me. I <laughs> loved it. I felt sick during almost all of it. Mm-mm. Um, but I left the movie and you know, when you hear someone say one sentence and you're like, we are never going to be friends. Uh huh. And Ryan and I heard the same person say it. (laughs) There was a, and we both were like, okay, well, actually Ryan, you know, Ryan, she was like, person is not for you guys. And, and you know, Ryan, she was just like, what are they talking about? 
like just think for a second okay they were like wow he was on a lot of drugs probably on an ayahuasca trip oh i fucking hate that response i hate like, that response to anything weird mm-hmm. or unusual mm-hmm. i hate and that like oh, you'd have to be on drugs to come up with this we literally no, you don't you can come up with all kinds of things ryan was like do you literally think that he was on drugs on set like think before you talk like, <laughs> like you really think that he was directing this while on drugs like think about that think but it truly like talk. it like it's like what are you like to me it was weird but it very cogently had a like specific statement it was making and it felt like one piece kind of similar to like everything everywhere all at once where it's like a lot of crazy things are happening but this does make sense to exist in this world mm-hmm. if that tracks like it's not just like yeah wouldn't it be crazy if this then happened? Like, I've seen many movies where that is it. And I'm like, okay, do I just not get it? Am I too fucking dumb for your art house shit? <laughs> but I did not feel that about Bo's Afraid. I loved it. I loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, I mean, my first thought was like, damn, Ari, you have mommy issues. And we've gotten that from all your other movies. <laughs> and it's cemented here. <laughs> because wow indeed you have issues <laughs> <laughs> and he is trying to tell us you're trying to tell us and we see it we hear you we look hear at my you issues. look at my issues i just and that's the other thing where i'm like i cannot imagine being his parent and watching that and being like oh so like let's have dinner <laughs> i'm like <laughs> as far as she knows they have an extremely good relationship she's yeah. like oh my god i can't wait to support your new film Ari. Yeah. I'll be there opening night. And then you go and you're like, hmm. Three hours later, mother emerges, bags under her eyes. Her hair is all t- tousled, messed up. And she's like, what happened? Like, um, are, are we okay? Do we need to talk? What yeah. have we done? Um, it, but there I, is a do surprising. Do you still want to go to <laughs> Should I cancel the reservation? I can cancel it if you don't want to go because I feel like you might not. <laughs> um, there's I don't know also, what I did, but I'm sorry. I totally... A normal I, woman freaking out. Yeah, completely freaking out. I'm also totally picturing your delight at the appearance of an actor. Probably oh. an hour and a half in. <laughs> who is well, try, the I'll shining light of the myself. film. <laughs> yeah, that is the shining light of the film where you're like, what is going on here? <laughs> Why are they here? Um, it's similar to, you know, in um, Little Women. Bob Odenkirk. Yes, when he shows up and he's like, my little women. <laughs> I knew what you were going to say yes, immediately because it's like, ever, that. like multiple people in the theater were like, uh, what? Yeah, I was like, hello? Myself included. Like, huh? <laughs> yeah, me too. Who? I was you're like, here? Bob? Bob, what are you doing here? This is Little Women. <laughs> this isn't one of this isn't Better Call Saul. What are you doing on set? <laughs> okay, I guess you could read the lines. Um, yeah. Anyway, very, 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 very long rant about an even longer movie. Short, <laughs> but yes, you can make paint getting you into your paint. mouth and eyes scary. It is not that in this book. It is not that in this book. Nothing is scary in this book and it doesn't it's it's all too roundabout of a plan to feel satisfying when you find out what the plan is. Um Yeah, cuz the Revenger just needs one 
good friend to bounce this idea off of who's like, well, okay, so like, let's figure out like, what do you want from this? Like, you have your druthers. What? What's the because, end goal like, here? By no, in no world is this a guarantee that she's going to get Toby locked up. No, it it's it's too it's too much of a sideways in. Yeah, it it's far more likely that it's going to fail, and of course it does, and not for any of the reasons of like. The actual logistics, it's just because it just so happened this girl has been sitting on all your evidence because she thought she was the one doing the murdering. Yeah. Which is kind of funny when I say it like that. <laughs> it is kind of funny that she's like, ooh, I hope it's not me. I guess I'll hide it and not report this because, God, it could be me. Um, and she thinks to herself, she's like, gosh, this whole time, what is the friend's name? Zoe? Um, not Zoe. Time, Zoe must really have been freaking out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wondering why her plan wasn't working. Um, Ivy. There were two. Oh, Ivy. That's right. Because she walks in on Ivy um, setting her hair in curls. Well, she walks in and Ivy's in the bathroom and she walks into the bathroom and Ivy's got these curlers in her hair. And she's talking to her and she thinks it's Ivy's roommate. That's the killer or the revenger. Mm-hmm. And Ivy, Ivy plays this very well. Good for Ivy. On, Good for Ivy. On this, she's like, yeah, that's definitely her ring. <laughs> and then the the girl that they're talking about that they suspect it is comes in and she's like, what are you doing with Ivy's ring? If she catches you playing with that, like she's going to flip. And she's like, oh, shit. Also, Ivy doesn't ever wear her hair curled. So why would she be putting in curlers? Like she probably was trying to touch up her roots. But then I came in. And so she quickly what found rollers that didn't make sense it doesn't make sense now that you say it (laughs) the other part that annoyed me was it was another thing of like oh see it does make sense which was so she one day so so in order to tell if she's been sleepwalking she puts on clean white socks and then she can look at her feet and then see if it's dirty in the morning then and that's then how she, she'll know she got up. Yeah. Um, and then one night that something bad happens, everyone's out and they're like, oh, my God, Quinn, your socks are dirty as shit. And she's like, oh, what? Like, so she's like, shit, maybe it was me like going out there. Nope. just turns out that she was sleepwalking earlier in the night and walked through like a muddy area in the lobby of the dorm. Mm-hmm. And that was it. So I'm like, what an annoying fake out that the explanation doesn't matter yeah and then here's (laughs) here's another thing where i was like you better explain why this happened then and (laughs) they did and it was a funny explanation i don't know if it's a good one though so the couple whose car gets all smashed up Mm. um quinn goes to it later to try to see if she can like she like found glass or something in her like bag or her hair under her bed or whatever and so she wants to match it and see if it matches the glass in the car and so she takes them out there and she sees before she gets there she sees other girl sue leaving the car with something and when she asks sue about it she was like oh um 
Yeah, what's her face who was in the car when it got attacked? She left her purse in there and she asked me to go get it. And then she talks to the girl who was in the car and she's like, I didn't leave my purse in there. She's like, so what was that lie about? And I was like, yeah, what was that lie about? Yeah, what was that lie about? And then after everything goes down with Ivy and Ivy dies in a barn fire. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Man, she (laughs) dies dies in that barn fire. It's a hell of a barn fight, I, I will say. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't interested in the barn fight. And so I was like, blah, blah, blah. I was not. And also another thing Diane Ho struggles with that we know is figuring out where the fuck anybody is during yeah, a fight. The physics of everything. Yeah. yeah I'm, like, I'm not what? getting like, where a clear is she? visual and she's on the, the layout. And what, why are they the both fight? on the ladder? How yeah, is that? They're both on the ladder. And there's a, how did, and the fire started because of this. And like, there's a barn connected with this dorm. What are you talking about? Yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, I was like, so, huh? And the barn huh? was like connected a with barn. Nightingale Hall, but like too far away. And then these mm-hmm. kids came out and they had a blanket because they knew someone would be falling out of the ceiling. How did they know that? We don't know. Yep, I guess that's they were all trained on what to do if there's a barn fire <laughs> <laughs> because there's a barn connected day, to their day dorm. Two orientation is barn yeah, fire it's training. Like, here's what to do if there's a barn fire and everybody's like, oh, time to get the barn blanket. Yeah. Um. So. I don't so remember how the fact, they explained Quinn this. is like, so Sue, what was up with going to the car? And, and Sue is basically like, oh, yeah. So you know how I'm like a giant slut? So <laughs> I had, I left like, I left my notebook in like, let's say his name is Tim's car. And I knew that if like Renee saw it later, she was going to think I was definitely boning Tim if she found the notebook because I'm such a giant slut. So I went to get it just so that wouldn't happen. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, that's a really funny explanation, but I don't know if it actually makes sense. It's, no. It's also quite convoluted along with the plot in general. But it yep. is funny that she's like, oh, I'm just like such a fucking slut that like there's no way that if she saw that notebook, she would think she would believe that we weren't fucking. I know. She, and just the way she says it too, she's like, well, I mean, you know what that means. And I was like, huh? <laughs> well, you know how I'm like, play the field or whatever it is she yeah says, yeah because i don't date around but the translation around. is i'm a giant slut and yeah. so if she saw my notebook in there she'd think i'd fucked her boyfriend so i i went to get it so <laughs> to funny. make sure she didn't see it later like, okay like what I'll, what, I'll what, do you, what are we it. saying about like casual dating um <laughs> Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. And there's a guy that she's interested in, right? This main character, Quinn? Yeah, Simon. She and Simon were dating, but then Simon, like, abruptly stopped talking to her, and she didn't know why. He just ghosted her. And it turned out somebody had written a note pretending to be Quinn saying that she didn't want to date Simon anymore. And that's where that makes no No fucking fucking sense. sense. Why on earth would Ivy be like, here I am with a fake identity at this college to take my revenge on Toby. And part of my revenge is to make sure Quinn breaks up with Simon because I'm like disgusted by their love for each yeah. other. It's just Ivy's obsession with relationships didn't feel satisfying to me. No. Well, and like the way she kind of flip flippantly is just like, oh yeah, well that was just cause like, I thought you guys were annoying. And it's yeah, like it had nothing to do with framing you or it had nothing to do with me framing Toby for framing you for these non murders. It's just like it's too much. It's a hat yeah. on a hat. Settle down, Diane. Yeah, it was too much. It did kind of feel like because I do this thing when I'm writing like pieces where I'm like, oh, I want to make sure that all of these little clues are addressed. 
mm-hmm. where I have like a running list of like, okay, not even necessarily clues, but just like Easter eggs or things that I've planted. So like for exile, I remember like there's like a moment with a coin and I remember like writing in my notes, like make sure you make the coin come back. Yeah. It feels like she had a little list of all these things. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, as long as it's answered, it's fine. Not necessarily like in a satisfying way, but it's just like as long as this is like dealt yeah, with it's like sort she of. literally addresses it, but it's not it doesn't feel organic to the story. No, it's just yeah. like a thing that happens. It would be one thing if like a theme of the book or whatever was just was that like, damn, like a lot of random things happen. <laughs> I'm trying to yeah, think of exactly. like a way to say this, right? Where it's like, oh man, life. Oh damn, is, that was random. Yeah, full <laughs> of random things. That's crazy. Sure, but like, it's supposed to be a you know 150 page flip, you know, quick mystery things wrap up, but it's not. And instead, it's like, wow. Well, and this is the other thing. There, there was something very interesting about. Quinn in her sleep while she's sleepwalking enacting revenge on people she doesn't have the guts to do it in real life I know that sentence didn't make sense but you know what I mean but I yeah I understood it (laughs) where she like one time at summer camp this girl beat her in tennis and in her sleep she ruined that she like destroyed that girl's um racket or she like was fucking attacking her little sister in her sleep so I'm like that was fucking wild. I'm like, why are we just, not revisiting she's just like that? Punching her sister over and over in her sleep. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool, right? The idea of like not having full autonomy over your own rage—that's an interesting thing to explore. But that is not what is explored. <laughs> not at all. Because then all. it's just like, oh, just like forget about that part. Thankfully, it's not mm-hmm. happening anymore. <laughs> yep. Okay. Hold on. For, I don't know how helpful this will be, but I'm going to read the back of the book. Oh, right. We never did that. (laughs) Quinn Hadley is sure she must be the only sleepwalker at Salem. It's so embarrassing, especially since she never remembers where she was or what she was doing. But it's never been a problem until now because someone is roaming the campus, attacking people in the middle of the night. No one knows who the crazed night stalker is, but all the point, I'm sorry, but all the clues point to Quinn, period. Mm-hmm. They do point to Quinn. And so it's fucking crazy <laughs> when it's not Quinn. Yep. And that it just happens to be this random side friend. Because that's, and that was the same thing for the one about the pretty girls too, remember? Yeah, it was a random side friend. It's like a random friend. side friend. And I'm like, this is not interesting. Mm-hmm. This person has not been developed enough for me to care that they it are should one have of just been Toby. Like, I know it was obvious, but if you can still have it be the obvious culprit and do it in an interesting way. Yeah. 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 Ah. Uh. Ah, uh, indeed. Ah. Uh. Ah. Uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so I, I was- have a lot else to say about the book, unfortunately, because it was so, like, disjointed. Yeah. I mean, okay, I'm going to go as quickly as possible through what happens. Quinn, she's a sleepwalker. She um, goes. I, mean, I kind of think we already did it, we, though. We did. She goes to college. <laughs> scary things happen. 
She thinks it's her roommate because her roommate's going to therapy and everyone knows that if you go to therapy, you're crazy. Mm, true. That is and, 90s true. And then she finds out that her um, roommate is grieving the death of her boyfriend. She's like, oh my God, she hates when people are together. That's why all the crimes are against couples. And then, oh no, it turns out it is the side friend who, whose boyfriend got put in jail for life after felony murdering Toby's boyfriend. And, and Toby testified against him in the court of law. And that's why she's like, you put my boyfriend away in jail. And that's why I'm going to frame you. Yeah, we that, already covered. We covered all of it. But that's the we thing. We covered this book. That that <laughs> also doesn't track, right? Like that revenge doesn't Yeah, it fit. doesn't track at, at all. Because it's like it doesn't you you testified against my boyfriend who, who now is in jail. So I'm going to frame you for murder. Or Except not murder. Not Crimes. I'm going to frame you for framing. Frame you for framing. Well, and doing crimes. Doing crimes and, and framing. Yeah. And they'll just, I'm going to assume that they will assume you did the crimes if I can make it seem like, because my plan is that your roommate finds out you're putting all of these things under her bed and then she'll go to the cops for me. It's just, it's so, it's such a fucking reach. It's a terrible yeah. plan. The well, whole thing also, is such a terrible reach. It's not even like, like for story's sake, right? It's yeah. not even you framed my boyfriend, so I'm going to frame you, you know, or you framed my boyfriend, so I'm going to frame your boyfriend. It's not, there's no parallel it's there. My boyfriend it's like, killed your boyfriend and went to, rightly went to jail because of it. And so I'm going to put frame you in jail you. too. Which, I get it. It's just is not it's not a satisfying. Well, no, because somebody wrote this book. So you do have a choice with how these characters do things. Yeah. And it's not some fucking cinema verite shit where it's just like, you know what I mean? It's not like slice of life. <laughs> yeah. We're not watching some like Terrence Malick thing or whatever. It's a little YA pulp book and the thing about pulp is that the it needs to be satisfying and we need to be like oh fucking shit it was mm -hmm. that bitch the whole time yeah but when in fact like we find out it's ivy i was like who reach yeah okay i guess mm-hmm if, if you're telling me it's her <laughs> yeah i guess so okay it's just like the, her plan wasn't gonna work anyway too many moving even parts. if even if Gwen wasn't a sleepwalker, this plan was never going to work. Okay, okay, okay. So what is a good revenge plan for this girl? So she... Okay, if she wants Toby in jail. Yeah, she wants to... Or she, she wants do? to harm Toby in kind in a way that satisfy, that's satisfying to us having to consume it. I want to frame this person for... I would here. I'll, I'll just throw this out there. Mm -hmm. Try to make it seem like Toby actually killed her boyfriend. Yeah, get Center her to go back to, to the original killing her crime. own boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. I don't plant know how you evidence. Do that. You would plant evidence, I think, because here's the yeah, other thing. And she was in on the ATM rob uh, robberies, so she yeah. probably has some kind of evidence. And the whole thing, the whole and then thing of Toby is just the main character and not yeah, fucking it's Quinn. It's Toby. It's Toby. And and here's the other thing, like if because the whole reason that that guy went to jail was based solely on Toby's testimony. So there is not 
any other evidence. There's not like footage or camera, whatever. So literally, if you just plant weird evidence in Toby's stuff that shows that she's the murderer and that he was just a putz that happened to be there at the yeah. wrong time, like mugging the wrong guy. Sure, maybe he was mugging him. Or make it seem like Toby was somehow, they had a relationship and Toby was the mastermind. Yeah, yeah. Because then, yeah, that would be actually way more interesting. Yeah. Do you ever think, this is gonna sound, but this has been haunting me lately because I've been feeling very um, creatively stunted. Not stunted, but you know, like we can't, there's a limit to things that we can be creating and making right now. Right. The strikes. But, so I think this is not helping, but sometimes I see, like, there are so many, like, just books that we've covered on this show or, like, just things that are out there that are, like, annoying and shitty and, like, not that good. And I'm like, that person gets to make that thing. How come I don't get to make something, like, let me make a bad thing. I won't ever make a bad thing because I, or... (laughs) Not through any of my own like choices, but like, you know what I mean? I'm like, fuck, that person gets to get paid to make this like very nothing story. Well, we could easily write a book and self-publish. But that's the thing, self-publish. This is published by Horror. Yeah. Anyone self-publishes. It's so, and another thing that makes me laugh about self-published books um, a lot of times is like, um... They have such specific cover art mm-hmm. of like, especially like, and you know what's actually funny is that one of the books we recently covered um, is not self-published. It's the uh, uh, the vampire one, part two, where we didn't like the sequel oh, as much. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Bloodspell. Um, mm-hmm. It has like stock image girl in like a leather thing staring at the camera with like, Tahoma font that says like blood spell (laughs) and I had the book in my car and I was picking up Ryan like a couple weeks ago for something and she was like oh are you reading self-published books now (laughs) and I was like no but that does have that vibe Uh, it does have that vibe um which is just funny but yeah anyone can self-publish anything but I'm just saying like these people are making these like things that are and they're getting paid I will say in Diane Ho's defense she has written things we've liked and she was probably being like, like, like write this in held days. to the fire. Yeah, yeah. To write this super fast because everybody was trying to have their own fear street, trying to publish like a novel a month. Yeah. And that's a big, big ask. So then is that the equivalent of like, I don't know. I, I actually don't know what the equivalent would be of, of today. Like a lot of streaming stuff. Um, it would be like if you're like on NCIS. LA or whatever. Yeah, if your procedural had like no development time. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, they're just like we need to get what these out happened to right me now. on on the show I just uh wrapped on is we had very little lead up time and so we were breaking premises for episodes that were due by the end of the week. But here's what I'll say is that I know you and so I know that you would never let something be bad do you know what i mean well i will i also had a writer's room it's like nobody sets out to make something bad i'm no. sure like i th- it feels like this is a story that got away from her well and this is Where what she i'm was saying like, too oh and then the twist is this and it was just like yeah. too much well and too like much. i've i've made stuff that i'm like and eh, that's not that good but 
what I'm saying is, let me do that. <laughs> let me write a bad yeah, book for Point Horror. Yeah, let me be horror. mediocre. Yeah, fine, mm-hmm. I'll do that. Bring back Point Horror. Dude, bring back let Point us Horror. Write, let us get in over our heads writing a yeah. monthly series for Point Horror so that we can have somebody make a podcast criticizing us. Yeah, let me write a book on, a man. week and want to kill myself. <laughs> Yeah, let me write a book a week where I go, I don't know, and then it's this, whatever, man. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's oh, what yeah. this book okay, feels so the like. amulet that's what has all to these matter. Feel like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, oh, well, the amulet has to matter. Fine. Um, He's going to say, uh, oh, I put it in your backpack earlier. Okay, fine. Great. Yeah, Next. There, now I've tracked the amulet. I've tracked the amulet. We know where it is. Done. Why did he do it? We don't care. We're going to keep moving. <laughs> I have three more books to get yeah. out in the in the next month because they gave me no lead in. Great. Great. Here we go. And I just keep getting emails on like, how's the manuscript going? And that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, Uh, I I don't fault Diane Ho for this. I think she's a good writer. We've liked her stuff before. Um, I just get that feeling often. Many times when we're reading these books of like, just let me fucking do something like this. Like we are creatively frustrated at the moment. Very creatively frustrated. Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, although I did get this idea, so um, for uh, the podcast I'm doing, what even is this? I mm-hmm. wrote in like literally 40 minutes, six pages to the beginning of a pilot that was like, perp- or, I'm sorry, to the beginning of a feature that was purposely horrible, like, <laughs> like purposely extremely very bad, but like mm-hmm. in the style of like. Uh, like grizzled private detective ends up in over his head solving a religious like mystery. Hmm? Like our prom episode. Yes, yes. Purposely yeah. bad and like, but like also mixing up different whatever. But I mm-hmm. did it and I was like, oh, that was so fun and funny. I would love to like put on like little plays, like do a, like write just really quickly this like dumb, like written in 10, written in 10 minutes thing, you know, mm-hmm. thing. I don't know how I would do it. I mean, it's very easy to rent out a little black box, but mm-hmm. um, I'm like, maybe I should do that. That'll make me feel like creatively fulfilled. Yeah. Um, just or just like there. film something like that with my phone or something. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, I, I've, I'm glad cause I've started feeling less depressed and more like, okay, now I'm ready to start doing stuff again, which is why I was like talking to you about my, pilot for exile again where i'm like okay now I, i'm like back to like revisiting stuff and like working on stuff again that's um, really good yeah it's okay it's i mean it's a really good state of mind to be in it is it's a very good state of mind i'm I'm feeling happy about that and i feel like motivated and excited about making stuff again um and i think it's because i mean i know what it's because of it's because i've been like getting more voiceover work and so the financial stress of like I still have a mountain of debt, but yeah. I'm now able to start paying it off mm-hmm. very incrementally. And if I think too much about how little of a debt I'm making in it, it's yeah. upsetting. But it isn't. <laughs> but you're doing it. Yeah. It isn't like, oh, I have no recourse anymore. Uh huh. So I think that like because financial stuff is real, man. Like you can't positive think your way. You can't CBT your way out of fucking no. debt. No. You can't. No. So. Debt is like the scariest thing. I'm literally like, I get why like those Wall Street people fucking jumped off a building. 
or whatever <laughs> during whatever. Yeah. I mean, not that I would do that because I would be, you know, I'm like too strong for suicide. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, uh, I would never. Uh, Obviously, I would never. I'm just saying I absolutely understand that state of mind. And if I were in their position, I would do it. It's like I was talking to someone the other day and he was not trying to be funny when he said this. Um, this guy I was was like, man, I just feel like so depressed when I'm in like a shitty hotel room or motel room. Like, I feel like I'm going to kill myself. Um, and we're like, you travel a lot. And he's like, yeah. And we're like, you're in like shitty motel rooms a lot. And he's like, yeah. And we're like, that's not taking very much for you to think you want to kill yourself. And he was like, oh, I guess not. <laughs> we're like, I think you want to kill yourself. <laughs> like, oh, God. I think you want to die. <laughs> Like, huh. And I'm Important saying this in a cavalier way because I've also struggled with that. I'm in a better place now, but I've certainly been there. So don't come at me because if you do, I'll kill myself. Kelly, <laughs> 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 uh. looking to get canceled today. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Can anyone even be canceled now that it's X and yeah. not Twitter? Now that it's X and not Twitter. You now can't everyone's be. Everyone's leaving. I know. I'm still there because all I do is I'm watch animal looking. videos. I'm still there. Yeah. Um. I'm, just, I'm not as inspired to say anything. Oh my god. Okay. Well, actually, I've been there because of everyone's Baldur's Gate three memes. Huh? Tell me how Who, you've what? been playing, girl. Okay. There's this game called Baldur's you don't Gate play three. Anything. Ever. This game, okay, this game is called Baldur's <laughs> Gate 3. It's been in development for a really long time. It's by Larian Studios. I love this game so much. It's so fucking good and funny and crazy and like it is so meticulously made but also very lighthearted and I love all the characters in the group however I need to <laughs> warn everybody do not play as the dark urge so you can play as all these different characters right so I <laughs> okay. picked this character called the dark mm -hmm. urge because all the other ones so you can either play completely custom it's a great name yeah well Anytime my animals are bad, I say that I call them the dark urge because, <laughs> okay, so um, you can either be completely custom and you have like not really any specific backstory or you can be an origin character, which is like one of the characters, they fully written them out. They look a certain way. They're a certain class and race and whatever. It's a D&D based game. Um, and it's very fun. It's very cool. Very, very fun. Um, so, or you can be an origin character. The... There is one, so they all are like, there's this one guy, Asterian, who's like um, a an elf, um, a pale elf who is also a vampire. And he, you find out that he's like escaped his, he was a, like a slave to this like fucked up family. And um, now he's like br broken their power over him. And so his goal is to go back and kill that entire fucking family. So like everyone has a little backstory. The dark urge you can you can customize their race and class and like what you look like and everything, so that's a little bit unique. But it has this backstory of you don't have any memories. All you know is that you love to kill. <laughs> so I was like, oh, maybe this will be kind of fun to like try and play this character, and we'll see how it works out. Guys, do not be this character. Okay, I like, <laughs> I saw this squirrel and I was like, oh my God, I will go interact with the squirrel. I kicked the squirrel into a tree and it died. And then <laughs> I was, so then I was like, fuck. Then, okay, 
um, we meet this bard and she's like trying to come up with a song to honor her dead teacher. So I help her come up with the song and she's like, wow, thank you so much. Later that day, she comes to my camp. She's like, wow, you inspired me to like actually make a difference in this world. I'd love to join your party. I was like, awesome. Come join. I wake up the next morning or no, in the middle of the night, she's disemboweled at my feet. I am covered in blood. I was like, fuck, what the fuck? So then I'm like, okay. You picked a character who just wants to kill. Who just wants to fucking kill. I thought that I could at least roll for it or something, but sometimes it happens when I'm just sleeping. Like the sleepwalker. So then I was like, okay, I need to clean up this body, right? So I roll a stealth check. I fail the stealth check. My character's like, okay, hopefully no one notices like the parts that I missed. Wake up the next morning. The entire fucking body is there. All of the blood is there. All the guts are there. There is a blood sigil drawn around the dead body. (laughs) My entire team fucking hates me. Everyone's like, what the hell? Like, literally, like, my meanest character that I'm with is like, she's like, I didn't really know her, so I have no love for her. But honestly, the way she went is very disgusting. And if you ever come fucking near me, I'm going to kill you. Everyone, no (laughs) one trusts me anymore. I'm like, what the fuck? Literally, like... What my character wanted to convince a little girl to like move erratically near a snake so she would get bit. I'm, it's out of my hands. Pure chaos. Pure chaos. I'm like trying, I'm trying to like stop my character from doing shit. She will not stop. So the, I'm going to keep playing it because I'm like, I do want to see how this goes and can I get myself out of this? Um, Who knows? I've also told my entire team that I, I love killing and they're all like, they're like, well, we all get violent urges sometimes. And I'm like, you don't know how many roles I've succeeded at. OK, because I want to kill all of you all the time. And, and I don't know how to not. So I have my own campaign going where I'm the dark urge. And then um, I was like, oh, Lucas, we should play because you can do couch co-op. But you have to have mm-hmm. your own campaign if you do it Um like if you play multiplayer, like you have to have a separate campaign from your regular one. And he was like, you cannot be the dark urge in our campaign because I can't deal with whatever shit your character is going to be doing. And so I was like, OK, I'm, like, I'm going to be a normal character. I'm going to be a rogue. And it's crazy seeing all of the things that do not happen when you're not the dark urge. <laughs> it's great. It's great. You don't almost kill people all the time. But anyway, it's a really cool game. Let me know what you're playing as. Uh let me know on Twitter. And if any of you are playing Dark Urge, solidarity, tell me how it's going because I'm stressed. And people are going to be like, it's great. I'm killing everyone I see. <laughs> it's so hard for me to be evil in these games. Um, but yeah. So funny. Oh, also, you can like customize your penis or vagina <laughs> in oh. the game. <laughs> and it comes on you as a surprise because when you're customizing your character, you click hide clothes and you think maybe they're wearing like underwear Mm -hmm. they're nude completely nude but it's cool because you can be you can be openly trans you can be openly non-binary you can be anything like your your gender expression is different from what genitalia you have and um your voice you can choose whatever voice you want it's a really it's very progressive really awesome game i love it a lot i can't praise it enough tell me what you're playing as Um, but yeah, it's, it is. Oh, and, and this is the main part. 
if you're romancing characters, they don't care if you're romancing other characters. None of them make you choose. So, you can, <laughs> so if you are afraid of rejecting people, that is a-okay. Um, they don't care. So that's my that's my thing that I'm playing right now that's giving me joy. It's been a long time since I've played a game that's hooked me this much. And uh, I, 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 I'm happy about that. Cool. Um, do you have anything else to say? About this book and gaming? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, <laughs> that was the episode. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. I would say skip this fucking book, but play yeah. Baldur's Gate or watch Bo's Afraid. Um, thank you, everybody. I for finished listening. The Americans. What can I endorse as something to do? Oh, The Americans. I mean, doing an um, Americans rewatch is always. Oh, I'm tops. watching the second season of Good Omens. I just How is it? Um, I just started it. It's it's fun. I'm like truly like seven minutes in. Oh, great. Um, I was just oh. watching while I pumped before we started recording. And I was like, this could be good. Oh, here's an update, which I started watching. I don't know if you started watching it yet, but we do want to do it on our minisodes, which is talk about freaking H2O. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did watch the first two episodes. Yeah. So we're going <laughs> to we're going to cover two episodes per minisode. What? A ridiculous show. <laughs> Chloe. Cla- Claire, how do they say that? Her name? Claire. 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 I don't Claire. know how to do it. They're going to know we mermaids. Push bike. I don't know. They're going to know we mermaids. <laughs> um, it's awesome. <laughs> What's your secret power? <laughs> I got my power. <laughs> oh, my power came in. That's so unfair. <laughs> I don't have a power. <laughs> you guys, we can't miss the party. Oh, <laughs> yeah. To the party. <laughs> we have to still go to the party. I'm worrying. <laughs> I'm sick. I'm sick. No one come near me. I'm sick. Um. <laughs> okay. First of all, the lesbian coded one is such a good actor. Just staring at me and help. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait. Does that mean what? Is that, is that what I'm seeing? You're a mermaid. There's no time. Save me. Um. Okay. This show rips. It's like it is. It is like blood Riley pressure. 100% the best character. Oh, completely. Completely. I I I'm so calm when Claire I'm watching that. She is such a show. dud. She's such a dud. She doesn't care about anything. She just is like I want to go to parties and be popular, I she guess. She just yeah, she just wants to be like a pretty popular girl. She's like I hate swimming. Oh yeah, but then <laughs> the other two mermaid. girls get over it. Yeah, those other two girls are just like lezzing out like crazy at oh, the beach. <laughs> so great. It's so great. When they're like we're not wearing any clothes, we're naked. <laughs> and that guy's like, I guess I better go home. Home, home, Oh, Cleo. I'm, her name is Cleo. Yeah, her name is Cleo. Like, but they of all course, Cleo. you're a mermaid. Your name is Cleo. Cleo, Cleo. Yeah, they're gonna know we're mermaids. <clears throat> I'm really sorry to all of our Australian listeners yeah, for the hate crime we just did. Yes, <laughs> um, our accents are hate crimes. Yes. Yeah. So. Oh sorry my god. Phoebe is played by someone named Cleo, and Cleo is played by someone named Kim. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a freaking no, 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 coincidence. Wait. No, no, wait. Cleo is played by someone named Phoebe, and Kim is played by someone named Cleo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, Ricky. Her name is Ricky. Not this really. Sorry. Show, I watched these episodes like two weeks ago. Yeah, me too. Ricky is the best one. She's fun. Is I she the one sick, with the, like, here. with the, um, <laughs> the, like, water boiling... The water boiling. Yeah, Ricky yeah. is the one who does oh, the boiling. She's so she's not a good actor power. too. She like the other ones are not really serving for me, but maybe yeah, later but, they will. 
yeah, that is, uh, yeah, Ricky's awesome. She's such a good actor. Um, no small jobs. <laughs> I can't wait until we meet the villain character. I bet it's going to be that big titty girl. That mean big titty girl that had the party. We'll save this for the mini No, so. that's, um, she had a name already. Her name, like you can't miss, it's like somebody, like Sophie or somebody. You can't miss one of Sophie's parties. Yeah, I think she's going to be the villain, like she's going to turn into a mermaid. No, we know that the villain from the quiz is Charlotte. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I forgot. Oh, okay. Yeah, can't that's be how her. we even, so, so for all the people who don't subscribe to our Patreon, who are like, what the fuck have the last five minutes been about? <laughs> Where we're like, yeah. so we took a quiz. <laughs> we took a quiz. We often take a quiz for our mini sods. We've been looking for ways to branch out. This quiz inspired us to start watching this Australian show called H2O Just Add Water about three girls who get turned into mermaids when they dive into an enchanted lagoon. Yeah. And like the, the moon is out. <laughs> and the way it did this was by having a question that's like, like pick like one of the all time it was something like pick one of the greatest villains of all time. And it was, it was like all these insane villains. And then it was just like Charlotte from H2O. And we were like, who is this? Yeah. That bitch from H2O. Yeah. That Charlotte bitch from, from H2O. H2O. And I was like, and so we oh, looked it up that? and we discovered the show and we we're like, okay, well we're going to start watching two of these uh, and reviewing them, reviewing yeah. them for our, our mini. So it's, yeah. Um, so that is what we have been talking about. Yeah. Is this, this 2009 Australian mermaid show. <laughs> and unlike everything else we cover, much more accessible for you guys to watch along because they're all on Netflix. Mm-hmm. On Netflix. Netflix. Um, I got my power. <laughs> my oh, power came. I don't have a power yet. Oh, oh you're, so, you're so ungrateful. You're, <laughs> we've got amazing powers. We've got amazing tails. And it's like, now I can't be on the swim team. Oh, yeah, because literally. <laughs> every time they, these bitches drop, can't wash their hands anymore. Well, how, are they gonna prevent, how are they going to not get COVID? And how Although, do they, oh, how do they drink but, water? Because when they, so they if it goes in their water, mouth, they can't fine. touch their skin. Okay. So they're water falling all the water all the time. Probably. Yeah, because we watch Cleo like yep. make a drop jump yeah. out of a cup and she drinks it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she can control Very water. silly. Anyway. So that's what's going on on the Patreon right now. So and that's subscribe. what's going on with us personally as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're watching H2O. Yep. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, a very special thank you to our Patreon producers who give it the $15 a month level. Thank you, Adam Howitz. Amanda K. Amy T. Ann Dwyer. Caitlin L. Carrie H. Courtney McPhail. Danielle Amana. Danny B. Drew Waranis. Ellie Lagos. Emma, Emma M, Aaron B, Gabriela Santiago, Gwendolyn Ludovic, Hannah L, Jason H, Jeremy Cronk, Jeremy Goodfellow and Marco Pavlicich, Jesse T, Jessica Smith Harper, Jessica Yu, Jonathan Venable, Kat Miller, Katie Olsner, Keith Anderson, Kelly Burns, Carrie N, Landry Desmond, Larry Wynn, Laura Hooper, Maddie M, Megan Lozier, Melody, Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Molly Marks. Noah Spargo, Nora Orion, Rachel C, Randy Clett, Rebecca Goss, Robert F, Rod Kalahua, Sasha Gibson, Sylvie T, Victoria Beck, and Whitney E. Thanks, everyone. We really appreciate you. And thank you to all our listeners. We will see you next week. In the meantime, keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent. 
Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.